We wondered how our friends in Australian government were going to slow down the property market. They've done it, and they've done it with first home buyers. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 521. First homeowners, first homeowners have had a 42% surge in the last sort of 10 to 12 months. It's been one of the strongest markets in property and sort of any property around that 400 to 800, uh, 400 to 650, 700,000 has had big increases, a lot of numbers. Um, a lot of up until now, we've had a lot of incentives to push that market, but Jeez. it could all be over now. It could all be over to put like there was 41,000 buyers in the last sort of 10 months apply for concessions or grants to do with the first home owners. So it's a huge market of potential buyers, but it could be all ended. Could this be the end of first home buyers? for the not-too-distant future. Well, you know what? We always talked about interest rates going up, and they've always used interest rates going up to regulate or slow down the property market. So we've always thought, okay, rates are going to go up, rates are going to go up. But very, very cleverly and without much media, without much knowledge to anyone, on the 31st of July... It was taken off the table. First home buyers were were removed from having the ability to get zero stamp duty when they pay when they buy their property. So, if uh, a first home buyer bought something up to eight hundred thousand, they didn't have to pay any stamp duty. So now they have to pay full stamp duty to the government. The government made almost ten billion dollars uh, this year in stamp duty. And that's just about to skyrocket because all the first home buyers are going to have to pay more stamp, are going to have to pay stamp duty now after 800K. Well, yeah, and at 800K, it's about $31,000. So it's a huge amount um, for potential buyers to, to pay for that. So that's really going to affect them. You're right. So everyone was looking, we spoke on the show previously going with 50, 60% growth, we probably do need the market to slow down but how they're going to do it because rates are low and they to push rates up with still being under lockdown and that probably won't work um and then even to pull back financing like financing i think they're at a pretty comfortable level where it's not as easy as it was pre-2019 but it's not as hard as it was either i think there's a pretty pretty good balance but in some aspects it, it is harder so they couldn't do much with financing there um, but it's almost like um, if you think of it, I don't know, like a, this end, the, the, the base, first home buyers are their foundation of the market and the entry level and sort of builds up. So they're basically, what's that, Django? Is that that game where you pull blocks out? Jenga. <laughs> so basic, Jenga. So they're basically taking first home buyers out of the market. So because I know... It's not necessarily about the thirty-one thousand dollars, if that will make a difference. But it's also 
first home buyers are very emotional. They're very unsure if property is the way for them to go. And think how much first home buyers already second guessed about buying property and they had the best deal in the marketplace. They're like they're already worrying and second guessing themselves. So I think by taking the, this exemption without without it being so good to be true, because we were sitting on show, we were doing shows and being like, you've got the five percent deposit deal, you've got no stamp duty. It's like they're basically super. Yeah, you use your super. They're they're almost. It's literally the definition of taking a horse to water and seeing if it will drink, sort of thing. And um, I don't know if first home buyers, on their own accord, without all these grants and it being too good to be true, will push the market. Therefore, I think we may see a pretty sharp correction or decrease in numbers. That may not decrease in price. It may, but it may. Whenever you're not having as many buyers through a property, it will definitely bring buyers down by thirty-one thousand uh, in serviceability and what they're buying for. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I think that, uh, and people can't forget that you know it's been around. The first home buyer incentives have been around for probably a good seven years now. There's been huge incentives in the marketplace. Um, this is the first time in seven years that it's been removed. I think the government introduces incentives like this to introduce affordability. Um, yes, affordability is probably at its worst time at its at its worst time than ever. If you look at what price has done, it's made affordability go the other way. Um, so it's sort of it's counterintuitive. But it's gone the other way now. So when we ne property values have have almost doubled in that seven-year period, and now they're removing um, first-home buyer incentive of paying no stamp duty. I don't know, man. That's pretty tough for affordability for a first-home buyer. Now, what people can't forget is when they think, who cares about first-home buyer, if you stimulate that 500, 600, 700,000 price range and a first-home buyer buys the property, guess what? That person who sells the property moves up the rung to the next price range, then guess what? The person who sells that property moves up through the, the rungs through the next price range. So it actually starts organically kicking up through all the different price ranges. So even though first time the incentives were between six to 800K, 500K, whatever they were, when you buy in that price range, it naturally started to help townhouses, then started to help houses because it kicked up through the price ranges. That's gone. Yeah, and I've just put the link into the article there as well. But then again, like they're still keeping the ten thousand dollar grant for a new property. Where and I, there's this all there's always this argument with affordability under six hundred grand. Yeah, there's this argue there's always this argument of affordability. But people look at the the most desirable suburbs in Sydney in New South Wales and say, well, they're not affordable and. You sort of think to yourself, is living on the water supposed to be affordable? Uh, like, sure, I think this could be a bigger push for construction for new suburbs, maybe outside your city pockets, maybe that radius instead of going, well, within 5 to 15 kilometres of the CBD, trying to control that market, it just keeps going up and up. So we need to make affordable homes in other areas because you can still buy homes for 600 grand 
Jess, you've got to go. Okay. Kilometers out. So just to explain that, Virg, what's available? Um, so you can what what grants are available now for first fire? They have now removed the free stamp duty as of the thirty first of July. If you just tuned in, as of the thirty first of July, they just removed this zero stamp duty for a first home buyer up to eight hundred grand. That is gone. It's been around a long time. It is gone. What's still on the table for people to snap up? There's the ten grand. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm just trying to get the wording for it, but basically, ten thousand dollar grant under first time owner grant uh, scheme is managed by Revenue. You can apply. Blah blah blah. Uh, let me click here. I'll put the link to. It so there, but basically, 600k up to six hundred k if it's new, whether it's a unit or a house, yeah. they will give you ten thousand dollars up, like cash, effectively. Um, if you if you do that, second to that, what else is available? You can use your superannuation, um, so that's still on the table. Where um, a first home buyer can you can use their voluntary contributions to super, uh, and they can use that for a deposit. I think it's fifteen grand each year they can pull out, and it's up to thirty grand from memory. So if you've got excess money sitting in your super as a first home buyer, that can form part of your deposit. Um, what else is available? They're still, I believe, I'm just Googling it now. New South Wales first home grant, still use Superfund. Superfund's gaming, yeah, voluntary. Mm. Uh, There's still, if, yeah, if people would still have, if I, I know a couple of people at la, within the last month have still done the 5% deposit one with those spots because not everyone's. That's my favourite. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my um, favourite incentive. My favourite incentive for first-home buyers that I don't that I hear about the least in the marketplace is the ability to only use five percent deposit and not have to pay mortgage insurance. Not a lot of people know what mortgage insurance is, but some of these first-home buyers could have paid ten, twenty, twenty-five thousand on mortgage insurance because they didn't have a full deposit. Yeah. Yeah, the deposit loan scheme, five percent deposit. There it is. Yeah, I can't see anything saying that's ended or full, but yeah. But I think that's a wrap. I think that's the main point. Be mindful of the stamp duty exemption that ended 31st of July. But we'll see what the government does. Generally, when they take something away, they add something. So it'll be interesting. They may just take it away to see what the market does in a couple months. Um, and then they may introduce something else as well. So that will be interesting. Yeah, I think it's going to be – I think they the, – I do know that you may find – it's you're going to get your discount anyway. Um, sometimes people were paying an artificial high because of these grants. So you yep. may find that now that the grants are not there anymore, it's going to go back to an, it's going to normalise. Why? Because you've got less competition because people have to now pay stamp duty. So don't feel bad about having to pay 30 grand stamp duty because you may well be your property's uh, not going to escalate as much in that price range potentially um, as much as 35 grand, if that makes sense. Well, I think now as much as people are going to hate it now because it's gone, but I think within the first couple months will be the best time to buy because a lot of people mentally will won't buy because they're like, I could have got 31. They will kick themselves basically because if they bought last month, they would have saved 31 grand. So there will be this sweet spot where buyers are out of the market 
where you have less first home buyer competition. You swoop in, you buy. You may buy it for five eighty instead of six hundred because there's less competition. But eventually, those first home buyers will get past that. They'll realise that property, even if you pay stamp duty, is a great investment. Interest rates are cheap, and then they'll come back into the market. That, that may only take two weeks, it may take two months, it may take six months, but I think, I think there will be that cycle of first phone buyers kicking themselves, not going to opens, and then coming back with a flurry saying, shit, like money's cheap, we've got to buy. I still need somewhere to live regardless of paying stamp duty or not. Yep. Have a great day, everyone. I think that's it. Thank Stay you.